Okay, hey, hey, Justin here. Welcome back to Stay at Home Dad's podcast, a place where I talk about a lot of dad stuff and a lot of guy stuff. So thank you for tuning in. So today, I just want to get into more kid talk. Oh, great, right? I know. But hey, this is my life. I stay at home with two kids every day, so this is what I'm living. Anyways, I wanted to get into and talk about anxiety or panic with our children. So should I worry about how my kids react to discipline or being in trouble? Or is it normal or is it okay that kids are almost scared of us, the parents, when they do something wrong? So let me kind of explain. I got a little story. I had an interesting interaction happen the other night. My four-year-old daughter came downstairs and she had pen marks all over her hands, some on her face. wasn't too bad just on her, and it was self-inflicted, I could tell, she got a hold of the pen. And by the way, is this a precursor to her loving tattoos? I don't know, I guess we will see in the future. But anyways, I saw the pen marks, and I didn't get mad or anything. She was really worried that mom would see them, and she would get in trouble. So I told her we could just wash them off, lickety-split, and then no one would have to know, not a big deal. All would be right in her four-year-old little universe. Well, we did that, t- took care of all that, and then later in the evening, my wife was upstairs, I was downstairs, and she had noticed something, and she calls for Kennedy to come up and for me to come up. And I could tell that she wasn't really happy about whatever she found by the tone in her voice. And I legitimately didn't understand what was going on. We get upstairs to Kennedy's room, and I figure there's just a mess or something going on in there. But no, it was pen all over her wall. Well, not all over. It was about a little six inch by six inch square. And I kind of felt guilty for that one since I happened to be on duty and it was my turn to watch. And she wrote on her wall. But what are you going to do, I guess, right? Of course, Kennedy gets in trouble. Not bad trouble either. Just the stern talking to, right? You know, the drill, the whole, you know, why? what, what, are, you, what are you doing? Why are you writing on the wall? No no ass whoopings or anything. We don't we don't do that. And by the way, I think it's illegal in 32 states or something like that. But yeah, she just got the talk, the what are you doing sort of talk. You know that's not what we do in this house. You know the right thing to do and that's not it. That we never write on walls, stuff like that. Just normal conversation. And Kennedy got kind of sad and seemed remorseful and guilty and that was the end of it. But then Olivia chimed in, which Olivia wasn't even in trouble. That's my seven-year-old. She just happened to be in the room when all this was going down, and she goes into straight confessional mode and starts explaining about how she wrote on a wall or something downstairs. Well, actually, it was the underside of the counter on our kitchen island. But she goes into that she did it a long time ago, right when we moved to this house, which was about three years ago. But she straight up confessed, like confessional status here, and and she felt crazy bad about what she had done, and she started to cry, and she thought she was going to get into so much trouble, and she started breaking down, and both me and my wife were just like, no, 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 it's, it's, it's okay, you were honest with us, we appreciate your honesty, this happened a long time ago, and I understand that you feel bad about it, and, and that's okay, you're remorseful, whatever. And then I also asked her that this must have been weighing on her a long time. And that's really nice that she told us and honesty is is better than anything. 
but she was really stressed after telling us and she really worked herself up, you know, uh, just kind of, it was, it was a big deal for her, if you know what I mean. So we went downstairs and looked under the counter and it looked like it was crayon or something that could be completely washed off. But you know, who really cares? It's on the bottom of the counter. It's not even a big deal. But I think it really bothered Olivia because she's been in school now and she's been learning these rules. They have these simple rules in school and it's three rules. It's take care of yourself, take care of others, and take care of this place. And I don't know if maybe she, she's been learning those rules and now she did this three years ago and she realized it and now she feels really guilty about it. So my wife came up with this really good idea. She said that we should all write our names underneath the counter. Just to kind of diffuse the situation, since Olivia was so upset and worked up over this whole ordeal. So we all got markers and crayons or whatever we get our hands on, and we wrote our names. And it was it was kind of fun, you know, for the whole family, or, or so we thought. Um, Olivia did not have a good time. She got under there, she wrote her name, and then she immediately regretted it, like she was doing something wrong. And then she kind of freaked out a little bit more and panicked worse than her initial confession. And both me and my wife just kind of look at each other like, what, what in the hell is going on here? And then Olivia started saying she doesn't want to get in trouble, she doesn't want someone to see that, what if we sell the house and the new owners are going to find it and then they're going to get us in trouble all while crying and acting kind of hysterical. And then we tried to reason with her, telling her that, that mom and dad are the bosses, and if we say that it's okay, then it's okay. But she didn't really believe us. She said that what if the police find out? Like, the police? Like, really? Come on. Like, so she was above and beyond very upset about this whole deal, thinking the cops are going to get involved now. So I don't know what's going on. You would think she just tagged a, a train car or the side of a 7-Eleven gas station or something, but it was the other side of a countertop. I don't know. So we continued our speech and tried to explain that, yeah, sometimes people get in trouble for these things if they do them out in public or public property or whatever. But here in our house, mom and dad are the boss, like we said, and if we say that it's okay, then it's okay. Well, she still wasn't having it. She was still just like wound up about it. Like panic attack territory. I don't know panic attacks, but I mentioned to my wife, I said, is this what she's having? Not that I, I don't know what those look like. Just kind of seemed maybe in line with, with that, I guess. So we ended up having to just drop the issue completely. Just stop talking about it, move on, calm her down, change the subject, um, and just move on. Read books, get ready for bed, just normal calm down, stuff like that. But it was bad. I just, I just don't understand. She was having a rough time. So was it a panic attack? Was it a buildup of anxiety? I'm just not really sure what happened in those few minutes there. And typically when I, when I hear of people, morally adults, having anxiety or something, I kind of scoff at it internally. I don't say anything to anybody, but I kind of think to myself, it's just nerves and people being nervous or scared and what happened to that? It's okay to be nervous. And now everything has these labels now that I have anxiety and stuff like that. You're not nervous, you have anxiety anymore? I don't, I don't understand. But the other night after I witnessed this, this anxiety or panic, now I'm starting to second guess my thoughts. Maybe it's one of those or is this just 
a normal kid that was worried about getting in trouble. I really, I really don't know. But this whole situation kind of makes me feel like we as parents are kind of creating some of this in our kids, are fueling it a bit. I don't know. Are we too hard on them with certain aspects? Do we put too much pressure on them about doing the wrong thing or getting into trouble or doing the right thing? I don't know. Is it, is it just, are we putting on too much pressure? So I'm just going to go ahead and, and dive into this a bit tonight. I did some research to kind to to kind of get an understanding on these things, especially in kids. So let's just kind of see where this goes. All right. So what are these things? What is what is anxiety? Well, according to the internet, anxiety is fear or dread or uneasiness, something that makes you feel restless and tense, but usually a normal reaction to stress. So we all kind of understand that. Stress of a new job in adults, uh, work, kids, bills, stuff like that. Um, in kids, it's being separated from the parent or loud, crazy noises or school or tests or being late or the doctor. Many, many things can cause anxiety in kids. And for the most part, from what I've read, is that it's totally normal, at least to an extent. And actually, yes, I found another article. It's on uh, heysigmund.com. I just kind of came across it doing some Google searching. And it talks about fear and anxiety in kids, and it has an age-by-age -age guide to different fears, uh, reasons, as well as how to manage them. It was kind of an interesting read, so I'll link that in the description so you can check that out. It was actually actually kind of cool. It goes through all the ages from a baby to a teen, so it's, it's kind of neat. So yeah, that is what anxiety is. So what would be an anxiety disorder? I would guess it would be a heightened level of anxiety that won't go away. Well, I guess I read that there's a bunch of them. There's general anxiety, there's social anxiety, separation anxiety, and then they get into even panic disorder, which remember, I asked my wife if maybe Olivia was having a panic attack. But now after going through what a panic attack really is, I no longer believe that that was the case. I read on kidshealth.org, another interesting site, um, as well as a couple other articles, that panic disorder is quite extreme. It causes overwhelming physical symptoms, shaking, shortness of breath, and can randomly happen, even weekly. Um, and they could be even 10 to 20 minute episodes. And they're more common in teens than they are in young children. And they also don't need anything to trigger them. They can just happen. So I think I was wrong in that pre-diagnosis of my daughter. I don't think that's what was going on with her. Now, general anxiety disorder can cause kids to worry every day over a lot of different things. Kind of the, the few things that we mentioned earlier. Kids with general anxiety worry about things most kids worry about. Tests and homework and making mistakes. So I kind of wonder if fear or anxiety of getting into trouble or doing something wrong could fit in there. I think it could be possible, right? The article states that with general anxiety, kids often worry more and more about things, things even parents wouldn't expect for them to worry about, like recess or lunchtime or parties or playtime with friends or even riding the bus, which being nervous about those things, I can, I can kind of understand or relate with, especially if you're a shy kid or you get picked on. I actually remember when I was young, I hated riding the bus or going into the locker room because I would get picked on occasionally. So I kind of understand that. It sucked, but it didn't really build up into any anxiety issues for me. So anyways, 
It goes on and says that general anxiety disorder makes it harder for kids to focus in school, that there is almost always some worry on the kid's mind. It makes it hard for kids to relax or even sleep at night too. And it also says that some kids will even keep the worries to themselves, kind of bottle it up and hold it inside. So how do we know if our kid potentially has an anxiety disorder? Well, I just talked about some things that they can exhibit. Um, they can also be clingy, they can cry, be scared or upset, they may refuse to talk or even do things. So I think it's just something that's noticeable or an abnormal behavior, being oddly scared or oddly nervous about kind of regular day things, maybe some red flags for you to pick up on. I know it's all really super general, so that really could be any kid on any given day, but I'm guessing that we would eventually see a pattern form at some point. And these things can also be caused by genetics, anxiety disorders run in families, an imbalance in brain chemistry, or even stressful life situations. You know, a divorce, or a death in the family, or maybe even changing schools might be able to trigger it. So, now what can we do to kind of prevent well, maybe not prevent, I don't think we can prevent it, but I think we might be able to figure out a way to not inadvertently fuel it, if you know what I mean. Now, I compiled a few things from a few different places, because I, I was reading a lot on this, okay? So that's why it sounds very, is that verbatim? Is that the right word? It sounds very red, because um, I'm taking snippets from articles that I'll all list in the description, don't worry. But anyways... I grabbed a lot of stuff from childmind.org. It's kind of another uh, another website for good information on kids. And there was another one, but I, I can't remember. But anyways, it says, stay calm in front of your kids. They often look to you for how you react in a new or uncertain situation. I think that's kind of an important one. I think parents' faces and reactions can kind of really show to a kid, and then that might freak your kid out. It also says, avoid a lot of reassurance that everything is fine, and instead teach your child how to problem solve and reassure themselves. It also says, discourage avoidance of fearful situations, as this may temporarily reduce stress, but it will allow the anxiety to grow and make more things difficult for the child in the future. So if you just if you just uh, avoid things, if your kid doesn't like going to school, and you say, okay, well, don't go to school, do online, well, that's just going to build up in them to where they really don't want to go to school or now they don't want to go out of the house or they don't want to go get a job when they're older or whatever. It's going to just keep compounding and getting worse and worse. Let's see. Express positive but realistic expectations. We can't guarantee that they won't fail a test or that the doctor shot won't hurt, but we can express confidence in them and that they can manage these situations and get through them, right? Olivia hates shots, by the way. She just got her flu shot a month ago, maybe a little more, and she was nervous as hell about it. Of course, I tried to calm her down. It doesn't really work. But I didn't try to dismiss the fact that going to the doctor is scary. Because, yeah, the doctor's scary. Um, shots can hurt a little bit anyways. And I actually tried to simulate a shot by giving her a little pinch on the arm. Please don't call CPS on me. She asked me to do it. Um, but I would just pinch her arm a little bit and kind of say, Hey, that's, that's how the shot feels. Do you feel that? And, and, and it kind of reassured her a little bit that, okay, there's a little bit of pain there, but it's not that big a deal. But I also tried to reassure her that she will feel it, but she's a brave girl and the whole thing will be over before she knew it. And she was scared in there, but she, she really did just fine. All the buildup I think is worse than the actual 
procedure or the actual shot. So it wasn't it wasn't so bad after it was done. She was like, oh, that's it? Okay. And it was over. And she got a sticker. So she was happy. Another tip is don't ask leading questions or build up the situations beforehand. We can encourage our kids to talk about their feelings, but we need to try to not ask leading questions. Avoid feeding into their anxiety. So I didn't go into it and ask her about like, are you ready for the doctor? Are you ready to go to the doctor? Are you ready to get your shot? I didn't keep doing that and pushing it. I mean, we did talk about it beforehand, but I didn't ask her questions like that to get her all wound up and uh, nervous all day thinking about this shot. So the article also says to think things through with your kid, that sometimes it helps to talk through what ifs or what would happen in certain situations if a child's fear came true. Olivia had fire fire plan, escape plan. I'm not sure what do you call it. The fire department comes to school and they kind of walk you through what you should do if you're home in case of a fire. Well, anyways, she came home that day and said that, hey, we need to make an evacuation plan for when there's a fire or an emergency. And she sounded kind of excited and nervous all at the same time about if there was any type of emergency, how would we get out of the house and where would she go and all that stuff. So we we sat down and we talked about making this plan that if she wakes up to smoke in the house or fire or anything, we would uh, figure out where she would go, um, what she would do, what neighbors she could contact and stuff like that. But talking about all this stuff seemed to really reassure her that we knew what to do in case of this emergency. And we had this plan and we worked it out together. Same thing would go for, what if I forget to pick you up from basketball practice? If you don't see me there, then you go back into the office or you find your coach and you tell your coach that your, your parent's not there or something like that. So we that's kind of what they mean by talking through situations with your kid to kind of ease their anxiety or their nerves. All right, so there are a few tips for nervous or anxious kids. I hope that uh, they can come in handy for you. I'm kind of sorry today about this episode. It was very article heavy, so I apologize about that. I didn't really intend on that to happen, but this subject is just something that I know nothing about, honestly, and it took a lot of reading and it took a lot of um, understanding kind of different things. So maybe you were just as unaware as I was, so hopefully this helps you out in some capacity. And like I said, I'll link everything in the description, so please check them out, just read through them, and uh, go over them with your family if you want to. So anyways, after all this research and stuff, I don't think my daughter has general anxiety or panic disorder or any type of anxiety issue. She doesn't have reoccurring panic attacks. She doesn't worry every single day about everything in her life. She loves going to school. She loves being around friends and going to play dates. She doesn't stress too much about tests or other big monumental things. So I'm thinking what I see in her is pretty normal. Sure, I mean, she's afraid of getting in trouble, but who's not afraid of getting in trouble? I mean, the, the cops pull up behind me when I'm driving and doing and I'm doing nothing wrong, and my heart, bump, bump, you know, it gets a little elevated, and I'm doing nothing wrong. So... I think we're all a little scared of getting in trouble. Oh, and by the way, I don't know where she came up with the cop thing either because she's never had a bad altercation with police. She has one that walks the halls in her school. We've never been pulled over with her in the car where we were breaking any rules or speeding or anything. So I don't know where that came from, but she is, 
she's very worried about getting in trouble by the police. So this is kind of a kind of a funny observation there. But maybe I could ease some of the pressure myself, me personally at home. Maybe I need to back off a bit as a parent, lighten up, maybe not be so strict. Um, just let kids be kids in a way. Like I said, sometimes I do feel like I can be too hard on my kids. Maybe I don't even realize it. Well, I am realizing it, but sometimes I don't in the moment. Maybe my face changes and paints a much different picture than I think it is inside my mind. I know I've talked about this before, but getting that, that kind of parent look on your face and the, or that tone, that tone change that we all get. And then when I get frustrated, which I do with parenting duties and other things, I think my tone and my facial expressions really show that. And I really think I need to work on that. So, so I need to uh, not worry so much, not let spilled milks and pen on the wall marks let me get that ugly face and ugly tone, right? But in some other respects, though, just a, a flip side of this coin is shouldn't our kids be slightly scared of us? Maybe a little bit? I mean, we want their love and their acceptance and, and sometimes we want them to be our best friend, but we're the parent. We're not the best friend. And if we aren't hard on our kids, to a certain point anyways, don't think I'm getting carried away here, but if we're, if we're not hard on our kids to a certain point, then don't they turn into little assholes or they have the potential to? I think so. And who wants to be around a little asshole all the time? I mean, I do not, okay? I think there's a fine line there. Too much is too much, overbearing. Um, kids scared to make mistakes but not enough, and then our kids walk all over us. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Kids need to make mistakes. It's part of life. But I just need to react a little differently to those mistakes. All right, so that's about all I have for today. I, uh, I hope I highlighted uh, something that you may have not known or hadn't thought of. I know I highlighted it for myself. Anyways, please reach out. Let me know uh, what you think at VegasRamer on Instagram, podbean.com. If you have any other tips or ideas or suggestions that I could use in these moments, uh, let me know. Also, please share this podcast with your friends, subscribe, leave a review. That would all be super swell. Lastly, grab this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Spotify. And I will see you next week.